Guess how many times we follow up with people who are leads? And I surprised me. I would say if they, if they never got back to us, in the end, over a three week period, we might follow up with them close to 40 times. First time we contact them, if they don't answer, this is important, we don't leave a message. We call them back again in an hour or two. Then we leave a message. Hey, just calling you back. In some cases, I'll have them call back in literally five minutes. We'll call, call. So we'll call all five days of the first week, and then we email at the end of the week, or you get my phone call. Then the next week, they'll go from two calls a day to one call a day. Call, 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 call. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast, where we guide natural health and wellness experts through the pitfalls of marketing. Each episode, you'll learn simple, effective, easily actionable, and heart-centered marketing strategies. And here's your host, Angus Pike. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast. Now, my guest today is returning from a super popular episode released early in the year. Now, he's back this time to share some real numbers, real strategies about how he's been killing it with his Facebook marketing recently. Jamie Richards, welcome back to the show. Angus, thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be back so soon. It, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. Took me forever to get you on here to organize it all. And now I think we've had, I think that was episode 20. This one will be kind of in the 150s. So uh, within 30 episodes, we've come back uh, twice. And as I reached out to you, I, I, I think this, your uh, previous episode, it's not the first, it's certainly the second most listened to episode this year. And so the people love you. And so let's Great. give them more of what they uh, um, have requested. Yeah, let's so, do it. We're going to get into some real tactics, strategies, all about mm. kind of Facebook marketing mm. today. You've, um, we had a little discussion before we got started, and sometimes I, some of the best conversations I have with people before we actually come recording. <laughs> Let's redo that again because I think it's kind of valuable Please, yeah. conversation. You you spoke a little bit about your journey as far as new patients and retention. Um, you want to share that again because it lays such a great foundation for what I think we'll talk about. Yeah, and I think that uh, you're right. When we do our podcast, same thing. It's, you know, we'll get on there and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we should have hit record. All the good stuff was, we, yeah. we already did that. My journey with marketing, you know, we talk about these numbers and we're going to share some numbers today that uh, are, they're beyond fantastic. And trust me, I'm, I'm beyond ecstatic about the results of, you know, what we've been doing. And, you know, I listen to podcasts and I listen to other speakers and I, you know, I listen to people outside of the profession and I, I love hearing numbers because it puts into perspective a lot of the tactics and strategies that we hear discussed. And I know that's something I was, well, okay, so that makes sense, but does it work? And yeah. does it work to what degree? And the backstory here is that Marketing, I don't want to say marketing never worked for me because now I sound like, you know, people that I often start out with in coaching. Marketing doesn't work for me. Marketing works. Uh, I just didn't know exactly what I was doing. And I just didn't, to be honest, I just didn't put in the time and energy and really the money into paid traffic and marketing. I had some components in place, but I always struggled with new people. And, you know, it's almost embarrassing to say uh, just because I know I'm a great communicator. I have a very clear idea of what I'm doing. I have, we've got a great message. We've got a great brand. And I think it was embarrassing to me to think, man, why can I only get, and, and as I say this, a lot of listeners who are getting 20 or 30 new patients a month might think, oh my gosh, you know, I lived my practice life on six to eight new people a month. Some marketing, you know, lots of referrals. 
And it's not as if I didn't post on social media, send out emails. I was always very active doing those things, had the podcast and so on, but still only six to, new, six to eight new people a month. Now we were converting and accepting, you know, 80, 85% into corrective care. We were keeping 95% of those people ongoing. And so we were always able to build out of literally necessity. Like our practice would have withered up and died had we not figured out retention and had we not figured out how to communicate. And so once we figured out this marketing funnel and there's lots of layers to it and I was willing to actually spend on what was working, which is another point, all of a sudden it became fuel to the fire and people were coming in in droves really over the last two months during a crazy time, which is also interesting. And we just started to get full essentially and to the point where my staff sent me a message this week, I was saying, and said, please stop the ads. And I'm not talking about, you know, $29 examinations. And, and I'll leave it at this. What always kind of struck me is when I heard people say, well, I already get 20 new people a month, or I get 30 or 40 or 50, or I mean, I know you see this too, like 70, 80 new people a month. My first thought is, where the hell are these people? Mm. <laughs> like, where are these people? How are you, are you seeing 150, 200 visits a week if you're getting 80 new people a month? Like, what's happening here? And that's yeah. partly why I probably, you know, pushed away from that type of marketing and focused on retention. But as you said, Angus, you can actually do them both. Yeah. There's this being, and I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it because there's this real either or way, a strategy of building our practice. It's either I'm going to dig in deep on retention and I'm going to look after my people and I'm going to build this strategy where people just become lifers. Beautiful, beautiful strategy. I'm going to focus on the quality of my service, my communication, the care. Or there tends to be this other group of people who says, you know what, I'm just going to market morning, noon and night. I'm going to do screenings. I'm going to do letter drops. I'm going to do ads. I'm going to do all those kind of things there too. I realize there's going to be a massive amount of churn. I'll have 150 people put their hand up. Half of those will turn up. Half of those will kind of start care. And it just kind of dwindles out from there too. And right. I see people falling into these two buckets. And, and, and I was in one of those buckets. I was very much in the same bucket that you were also. And we argue, like we make the other people wrong for it as well. And I think, <laughs> I, I kind of think about it, I, I, I've, how immature it is. Because imagine Steve Jobs saying, because, you know, Steve Jobs knew how beautiful his product was. He's going to make right. this iPhone and make my computers. He says, you know what, though? He says, we're going to build this all through internal referrals. No, no that would be just wrong. It would be immoral for us to go out there. You know, they spent billions of dollars. You know, 8% every year of their budget goes into marketing. Uh, in fact, it's not. It's 12% with Apple there too. And all the beautiful brands do it. But yet somehow we think as chiropractors, natural health practitioners, we, yeah. we're, we're different. We're better. All that kind of stuff there too. Yeah. And I think it's time we've matured and went, it's, it's both and, you know. For you know, sure. So and I think, you, you know, what you're saying there plays back to, I believe we talked about this on the last episode, just the idea of self-esteem and how chiropractic as a profession, I believe, uh, at least this is coming from the internal and maybe other professions struggle with this, especially in health, but having poor self-esteem as a profession leads us away from marketing naturally because we don't want to put ourselves out there. We think that you know, what are people thinking about us? They're, you know, they're looking at us as, oh, a real doctor doesn't need to market. You know, they should have a full practice. And I mean, that's just, it's crazy. And when your self-esteem starts to develop, you realize, you know, I've got a great message here. Uh, I deserve to be uh, well off in the sense that I deserve to be well compensated for what I do, to have a dream life. 
And in order to do that, I'm going to need to bring people into my practice. And one of the easiest ways to do it, or I shouldn't say easiest, but one of the best ways to do it is through paid traffic and having paid traffic strategies or AKA marketing. Uh, and there's lots of ways to market, as you kind of alluded to with screenings and, you know, uh, direct mail. And so the, the strategies around marketing, as you've talked about, with, you know, on your podcast endlessly is that strategies don't really change and they haven't changed for, you know, a century, really. They're just applied to different tactics. And so, mm. you know, the things we talk about today understand that the concepts of, you know, differentiation or, you know, understanding your customer or, you know, how to write copy, like none of that changes. It's just mm. how do we create that in today's, you know, world and what particular technology or approach are we going to target, you know, right now? Mm. We, what's kind of interesting too, and just to kind of double tap on it, is that we often, the great Dean Jackson talks about the three components or three timeframes of marketing being before, during and after. And we just, for too many of us, when we think about marketing, we think about the before phase. How do we get people into our practice? But having great communication, great retention strategies, great ways of keeping in contact with people when they're not in your practice is equally as much marketing as a Facebook ad is, as a screening is, For all sure. those kind of things there too. But we just, we, we ignore all of that kind of stuff. So we're here today to talk about, you know, that before strategy and what you've been doing with your Facebook ads. And, you know, I, I, I want to kind of tantalize our audience a little bit as, as well. You know, in the messages that you sent through to me, we're looking at, a, you know, a $3,800 ad spend for a return of 66,000. Now I meant to do my maths beforehand, but it's, you know, you're talking about well over 200%, uh, 2000% in terms of what you're getting there. So if you can imagine that you could go to a vending machine and pull in (laughs) $3,800 and pull out $66,000. Yeah, Um, exactly. And you've done this also, and not that there's anything wrong with a $29 exam as as well. I I think there's a place for it. We run some of those ads, but at most, we do them. We don't even do them quarterly. I do it perhaps twice a year. Um, yep. I don't want to be training my patients to be waiting for the sale. For sure. Um, for sure. As, as well. So let's lay it out. What did you do? How did it start? Yeah, and I, I think you know I was looking at it because we were talking about this in one of our in uh, the Life by Design Light and Elite groups. And we would do a, what's called a Practice Innovations webinar in the group, and myself and Mike and Cray show. We just get on and we do this and talk about all the things we're doing and the strategies we're using and what's new. And and Mike had reminded me that, yeah, that 66,000 was, you know, the, for essentially what we were going to generate during their corrective care phase. But if we actually plugged in the numbers of my lifetime value of a patient, which is around 4,000 is my average anyway, uh, Mm -hmm. the numbers were in, they were over a hundred thousand. And so, you know, it was really 3,800 for a $100,000 return on the lifetime value and then, of course, uh, just to get exact, if you were then to, you could take off, you know, your practice expense percentage. So let's say in the end, like actual profit, that 66K is probably close to actual profit on the lifetime value. So mm. 3800 into, you know, 66,000 profit. We're not talking about the expenses of the practice. So, I mean, really the basic overlaying template that I started with, because I think this is valuable for anybody is this idea that yes, marketing is multiple phases. So as Dean says, the before, during and after units, and we already had the after units in place. Um, We already had the during unit in place and we got referrals that way. And, and all of that internal stuff was fantastic. But again, we weren't getting enough uh, leads into prospects to the door. And that's really what it was. I'm looking at the numbers saying, okay, I'm focusing on getting new people, but you know what I really need to focus on? 
I need to focus on generating higher quality leads. Mm. So if I know that I wanted to have, and I was really only thinking to myself, all right, you know, if I could have 15 new people a month, and I've always felt this, if I could have 15 new people a month, I'd be full in two months mm. because I knew what my retention looked like. And so I thought, well, what do I need to do? Like, how many leads do I need? to get 15 new people. Well, I know that my general acceptance rate, we call it, or some people call it conversions rate, uh, our acceptance rate, let's say mine is about 80%. So I knew, okay, I'm going to need, you know, let's say 19 new people getting to the door to accept 15 people. Well, how many leads do I need to get enough prospects to become 19? Well, I know my conversion from somebody booking an appointment to coming in um, was about 100% or close. So let's just round it up. I needed 20 new people coming to the door, okay? Mm -hmm. So in order to get 20, I said, all right, how many leads do I actually need to get to get 20 new people? So I went back and I looked at some of the funnels that we did have in place that I hadn't put a lot of money or time and energy into. And I noticed that I got about 3%. So if I had 100 leads, I knew that 3% of those, 3 to 5% were gonna become new cases at some point, some of them faster, some of them slower. And so I thought, all right, well, this is easy, right? I need about, you know, three to 400 leads in order to get 20 new people, at least directly from the lead generation. Mm. Now, if you look at the funnel here, you've got your lead generation on the front. I think one of the areas that people don't put enough time and energy into, Angus, or think about is lead nurturing, right? They just think I ran an ad, uh, I got 10 new people, but what they didn't realize or maybe they didn't even set up is they could have had 300 leads that they would have gotten onto their email list or some other form messenger, whatever the, the advertising campaign is, and you could have nurtured them. And I'll see people on my list and I'll look at when they first join the list. So if somebody comes in, they're new, I'll pull their name up. I see people coming off the list from six months ago, from 12 months ago, from 18 months ago. And so that tells me that, and I think Dean had said something about this too, uh, you know, 18 months, you know, 12 to 18 months of nurturing for them to get there. Mm -hmm. So that's important, which tells me, and this is exciting. I've got a pile of new people coming down the pipe right now that aren't here. So when I'm talking about, you know, 3,800 ad spend and 66 K and you know, all these new people understand the next piece of the puzzle that I'm going to talk about is where most of those came from. I'm not even talking yet about all the ones that are going to come from the lead generation. You know, we've generated in the last eight weeks, I'm just trying to think exactly, probably close to, I would say close to 700, yeah, probably seven to 800 leads. That means name and email over the last eight to 12 weeks. That's a lot in any market. And in my market, my whole market at max is 60,000 people. That's, mm. that's my Facebook advertising audience from people 22 to 65 plus within 25 miles of my practice. I have 60,000 people. That's it. And so almost a thousand of them, I've acquired their email address over the last, you know, eight, 12 weeks. So the big take home here is there's nurturing happening here. There's lead generation happening here and there's more people coming. But what we can talk about is what I did and the bulk, let's say 80% of them came from what I call a consultation ad. But the consultation ad, there's a lot of background to it. Maybe we can kind of dig into that. Obviously, I've been creating content for years. So mm -hmm. people knew who I was. It wasn't like I just ran this ad out of nowhere and people were wondering who I was. So that's a big mm -hmm. part of it. Yeah. And then the other part, I wanted to run a console ad because I had done the same thing too in the past. I'd, I'd run a couple of Facebook lead ads and they were mildly successful. Um, I added a gift certificate to it. 
uh, for you know thirty or forty dollars. It was even even more successful, and they were pretty good leads. But I thought, you know what? What if I just ran an ad that was really built on? And these weren't the exact words, but we're the best. Uh, we test, we don't guess. And if you want to find out, you know, a part of your core problem and solve it, then schedule a consultation. And no free examination. Uh, examinations were one fifty. I mean, we did. Uh, six or seven thousand just in examination fees off yeah. these ads. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. We've used lots of different kind of language there. We've talked about kind of leads and prospects and all those kind mm. of things there too. So let's and then so if we we take it back a bit. So the actual ad that you ran itself was that an ad that was um, sending somebody to a landing page or was it? Yes. Um, you know, was it a lead gen ad inside of Facebook itself that got you to put in that allowed them to put in kind of a name and email? Yeah. How were you going there? So we've tested a few different things. And I think that's another strategy here. Another principle that's important is, you know, not just in our practices, test don't guess, but in your advertising and marketing, mm -hmm. you got to test. And so I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried the Facebook lead generation ad. Uh, I've done, uh, you know, video ads to landing page to opt in. I've done image ads and so on and so on. So for the consult ad, that version of it was a Facebook video to landing page. Mm -hmm. uh, I tested out the lead generation ad and it just wasn't as good. Uh, our landing page is really fantastic. Uh, and we've tested a lot of different copy, a lot of copy. Actually, I've probably run 10 or 12 different versions of that ad. And one of them consistently stuck out and it was the don't guess test. And the, the, what that does is not only did it do great in terms of getting leads, but it also was wonderful in pre-qualifying people and positioning people because people were coming in. And one of the reasons they came in is they wanted to get tested. And, and that's a big part of why they pay for the examination and the analysis. And, you know, I think as chiropractors, that's one of the unique things that we have the ability to do is have a practice where we do tests. I mean, look back at the old timers with doing everything like blood pressure. And, and I'm not saying you have to do all those things, but we do 15 different tests in the start. And then we send out for structural radiographs. So I guess 16 different tests. Mm. And we make it clear in our practice that everything is built on test. Every recommendation is built on test. Ongoing care is built on test. So, you know, we wanted to set that up in the beginning. So all of our patients, you know, that was a clear uh, differentiator for us in the marketplace. So yes, we went from a Facebook video ad to a landing page. And then what we did on the landing page, which was important, was you could only opt in with name, email, phone number. So yes. some of my lead generation ads, things mm -hmm. I just wanted to get an email for, yeah, I didn't want to create a barrier. So I just wanted their email. I was willing to nurture them. So I did name and email. But for the direct to consultation ad, I went name, email, phone number. And that was really important because the number of people who actually uh, you know, opted in our recall rate on those people was really high compared to if we just would have gone, you know, name and email. Yeah. And so the video that you had over on Facebook, how long was that? And was that a selfie style video? What was the kind of production value? It was a, it was a, yeah, I try and do a relatively high, not high level, but moderate to high level production. Uh, mm -hmm. But again, iPhone, uh, yeah. you know, uh, mic, and then set it up in my practice. Uh, I did add a few uh, video kind of cuts in and out of some of the testing. So it was a, you know, a little higher production that I might do if I was just shooting a selfie. And then yes. I use uh, the uh, program subtitle yep. if you've seen. Yeah. So for 19 bucks a month or something, I can subtitle all my videos, put the progress bar and it's all really, really fast and easy. So I do the majority of my videos that way now, unless they're very, very organic. So we set that up. It was relatively, you know, high end. 
and we just started running it. And again, we set it up as a conversion ad. So, you know, we've done the different traffic and different objectives. And I've just found that for lead generation, whether it be the consult ad, uh, the other two main lead generators, three lead generators for us, we could talk about those. Uh, there's three. One was a posture uh, assessment tool. Mm-hmm. The second one is a survey that's built into our homepage that uh, my business partner, Mike, had built for us through um, uh, Ryan Levesque's uh, survey yep. technology. Yep. And then the third one, we run, and I was running a Facebook group locally uh, for, you know, join the drive to make Chatham Kent the healthiest community in Canada, which is our call to action locally. And I started running an ad to the Facebook group, but you can't run Facebook to Facebook group ads. So I created a whole landing page and we actually ran them to a landing page. And that was the most actually successful lead generator. At this point, we've got over 400 leads, names and phone or emails, uh, three, $2.78 a lead, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty good in this type of market. And then from the lead there, um, is there an invitation then to come into the practice or then straight that, yeah. Yep. So everything's, we got all the different backend funnels. So the, all the three of the lead generators. So if we'll go focus on those lead generators got name and email, they go in, here's, you know, here's your asset. So whether it be the posture or whether it be the um, access to the Facebook group, and then it would initiate our, what we call our consult campaign. So one of our funnels is a consultation campaign. So it's a, it's a, you know, it blends with a welcome campaign. So everybody who opts into the very first time into our list. So some people have already had multiple opt-ins and different kind of things we've done, but if it's your first time in the list, you get a welcome campaign. Hey, you know, this is who we are. Um, you know, you see this with different brands when you opt mm-hmm. into their list and then meshed with that kind of every other day would be our consultation campaign. If you'd already opted into the list somewhere, then you didn't get the welcome campaign. You just got the consultation campaign. And then there was a, re- there was a repeated call to action actually to go to the landing page to schedule a consultation. Right. So some of those new people came through some of the lead generation very quick, right? It didn't require a lot of nurturing. The rest of them are sitting on a list. I send two to four emails a week with different content. We've got the people in the Facebook group now. The group is almost 700 people. And so that's all mostly local. And in the group, I do webinars and I do, um, you know, regular interaction in the group. And so we're getting about, you know, one to 2% of people joining the group are eventually becoming new people, which is fantastic. And then we did the consultation ad. And those, those numbers, yes, we were paying a lot more for those. Anywhere from 30 to $80 a lead, which we'll probably talk about that because that probably freaks people out. Mm-hmm. Those people are contacting us with name, email phone number. I'm not talking about 80 bucks or 50 bucks or 30 bucks for, for an email. I'm saying those people are contacting us for, I want a consultation. And then we're booking those people in and and getting them into the practice and they're paying for their examination. Yeah. There's that fear for so many people to, you know, the idea of paying 80 bucks, but if you're, if they're booking in for a $150 consultation, then, you know, let's just say that your overheads happen to be 50 or 60%, then perhaps you break even there. And that's right. the benefit of, you know, that the part two and three of our marketing, our during and after, we've that's got right. it nailed from there. 
um, to, to run through that. So in that email sequence that is that you call your consult campaign, mm-hmm. it, when that's encouraging them to make a consult, is that encouraging them to ring the practice or to go back over to the landing page and pop the Go back to the landing page. Yeah, so right. I've done the same thing. So we've tested out, you know, here's the phone number. We've tested out, uh, you know, hit this button and we'll email or, you know, you'll email us and we'll call you, all that kind of stuff. And the thing that's worked best is sending to the landing page. So one of the best things I've ever done and now, uh, you know, with most of our clients who are doing this, I say, look, step one, just create a landing page for your consultation. And, you know, they'll say, well, I have a website. I get it. But as you know, a landing page yeah. is different than a website. And I have a consultation area on my website. Driving people there did not convert to the same degree as it did driving to the landing page because mm-hmm. it's specific to that call to action, has no other sidebar material, right? So there's no distractions. You literally go to the landing page and it says, you know, some, I think the headline at the top is, you know, uh, get help now, right? Schedule a case review, schedule a complimentary case review with the corrective chiropractor. Like that's the headline. So as soon as they get there, it's got my uh, logo and then and that's the first call to action. Then it drops down to a video and then it goes through kind of the reverse wrist copy and, you know, mm-hmm. all the benefits and features and then, you know, two or three call to actions along the way, standard landing page stuff. Mm-hmm. And it converted great. I mean, it's converting at, the consultation page is converting at about six or 7%, which for right. consultation, like actually people calling in or, you know, name, email, phone number, six, 7%. We've had over, uh, yeah, we've had about a thousand landing page um, visits and we've had around 70 new people from that. And so forgive me here, because did you say to schedule your complimentary yep. exam from that so, page? Complimentary case review. Yes. So, our model, we've set it up where the case review and the examination are separate and distinct. Even though they happen on the same visit 99% of the time, our team operates them as separate. So let's say just a normal person calls into our practice saying, hey, I'd like to schedule an appointment. Have you ever been here before? No. Okay, great. Let me tell you about the practice. So we're going to start off with a case review. The case review is complimentary. If following the case review, the doctor feels like an examination is warranted. So there's a lot of really valuable positioning language here. If the doctor feels like an examination is warranted and you like to go ahead with the examination, the, and this is important too, the examination, the analysis, and the review of results. So even on the phone, they're value stacking what happens. I think a lot of times doctors, they're, you know, first visit's $100. Our first visit, well, mm-hmm. what is in that first visit, right? That sounds like a lot. The, exam, the case review is complimentary. If the doctor feels an examination is warranted, that means if I decide that I'm going to do an examination because you need one, and of course, if you'd like to go forward, so they still have a choice in the matter, the examination, the analysis, like we need to put some emphasis on the fact that they're paying for the doctor and the team to analyze these test results and a review of results, right? Those three components is 150. We have almost no pushback on people calling in and we've had very little pushback on the uh, leads coming in. Now, what I, would, what I will say is it's important if you are doing anything like this, you have some type of follow-up system. Because I'll tell you, what we used to do is they'd call in, and this might be just a normal new person, uh, we'd get their name, phone number, email. Uh, let's say we couldn't get a hold of them, we might call them a couple days, maybe send an email, and that's it. And we always felt like, well, that's a lot, right? That's four times. Guess how many times we follow up with people who are leads? And I surprise me. So we follow up with them. Uh, I would say if they, if they never got back to us in the end, over a three week period, we might follow up with them close to 40 times. Yeah. 
blew my mind, right? And I actually took this from uh, my gym and my gym systems that we've developed because those leads are a little more flaky than the chiropractic leads. Yes. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing here. And I was a little uncomfortable for sure. And you might, people might be uncomfortable listening to this. I was at first and then, okay, well, here we go. Of course, tell the team like I'm super confident. That's what we're going to do. And they did it. Like they don't even ask. They don't question. We've got a great team. So I just got to get myself out of the way some of the times because they'll just do whatever we tell them to do. And so if somebody messaged in or they, we got the opt-in alert, they would contact them as, as instantaneously as possible. There would be mm-hmm. times where they would contact them. They were still on their phone or computer, like yep. entering in the data room. They just put it in. So if you can contact them, then you're going to get the much high, get the highest kind of um, connection rate. First time we contact them, if they don't answer, this is important, we don't leave a message. Right. Okay. We call them back <laughs> again in an hour or two. Then we leave a message. Hey, just calling you back. In some cases, I'll have them call back in literally five minutes. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, I just saw your number. Yeah, I called. I didn't want to leave a message. And then go ahead and we do the booking. So we'll call, call. So we'll call all five days of the first week. And then we email at the end of the week, did you get my phone number? Or did you get my phone call? Then the next week, they'll go from two calls a day to one call a day. Call, 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 call. They don't leave messages if they're not getting them. Right. And that's important. It's not like we're leaving 30 messages on somebody's phone. We're not stalking them. We're just calling until we get somebody. And then we leave an, 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 uh, an email at the end of the week. And so on the end of the third week, the final email is, you know, we've been trying to reach you. You had, you know, taken this action step. Uh, this will be the last time we contact you. If you still would like a case review, you know, please call us back. And then that's it. And then we take their name. We move them to our leads list manually. And then they're on our needs, leads nurturing list. And, you know, away we go. So we've got about, I would say, the compliance right now on total Leads coming from that page is about 70%. So we've had about 70 new people and about 70% of those we've scheduled in. Yeah, that's great. How are you tracking the back end of that? How are your staff taking somebody through that journey? Are they manually kind of managing that? Are you, what, nope, what so are we have a, yep, we have a sheet. So we just created yep. a document and every new lead that comes in gets put on the leads tracker and it just has the leads like check boxes. And so part of their job every day is calling leads. Mm. That's it. And so now we, because of course we run the fit club inside of the life by design center. So my staff's got a lot of different, you know, uh, pieces to manage. So they'll call all the leads for the office and then they'll call all the leads for the gym. And then the next day, the same thing. So that's just what they do between pre-shift uh, or sorry, morning shift and evening shift is uh, reminder phone calls for special appointments and then lead calls. Mm. All right. I want to see if I've got this from the top what's working best for you at the moment is a facebook video it's a video you inside of your practice you are talking about this model of don't guess test correct talk about the number of the tests that you had the call to action from that drives them to a landing page whether you dive a little bit deeper into that concept so i actually just run the same video on the landing page now you don't have to do that but i just did it because i just wanted to get it up and going yes um if my conversion was poor on the landing page, I might consider changing the video, but because the conversion was really high, I just left it. Great. Same video is there, but a bit of extra text. Yes. Yes. Kind of reverse risk and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you talk about on that, do you have a specific um, risk reversal, a guarantee of some time, of some kind? Uh, no. I mean, the risk reversal is just, 
you know, you've, you know, you've been dealing with this health challenge for a long time. You know, what do you have to lose? It's a complimentary case review. If at the end of that, uh, we don't feel like it's warranted, we won't move on. Or if you don't want to move ahead, you know, there's no reason to move on. The case review is only a, um, uh, you know, consult. It's only a consultation, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, puts them at ease that way. And then it's got uh, social proof at the bottom. So, you know, Hey, you're not the only one. And, go to the bottom we've got literally so they got to scroll like three times to get past all the different success stories of people holding up their signs with all the benefits and yeah you know your standard kind of landing page type material and yeah. yeah it converts really well so in essence you know kind of what you're doing there is addressing what's the conversation going on inside the head what are the possible yes. barriers that might be preventing them from wanting to make an appointment and That's then right. you're addressing each one of those concerns right. yeah so the call to action on that page there is for them to leave their name, phone number, and email address. Yeah, so schedule in- a complimentary case review. They click the button, pops up, and name, email, phone number. Great. And then after that, that's when the follow-up from the team will happen to... Uh, that's right. We get a no, yep. Staff gets a notification. I get a notification. I don't really have to do anything with it anymore, but I have it set that way so I can make sure it's working. And then they just take it from there. And like I said, to the tune of... 60, 70 new people, which for somebody who deals with, you know, six to eight new people a month, having 25, you know, new people in last month, literally took our practice to the point where, you know, if I look at the overall volume, let's say the volume now, uh, our pre COVID volume compared to our volume, the last two weeks is about 20% up total volume, mm. which is quite a bit in a, in a decent sized practice. Right. So, Stunning. uh, yeah, to the point where, like I said, we we got an extra, our next associate hired up. And uh, I think now I can see the scalability of this. And I think I'd always struggle with that um, because I didn't quite have a flow of new people. And now that I see how to do that um, and I see lots of other pieces, you know, the if we go back around to, I think the caveat here is you can't just run a consultation ad, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, for years, I'd been creating content. So I've had lots of you know, if I were to look, you know, a lot of my videos had in the tens and 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 views. I've got a video on there with over a hundred thousand views on Facebook. Mm. So, I mean, there's an audience there. Mm. I didn't target those audiences though, just because my audience was already so small. But if you were creating content and you were in a bigger market, you could be targeting the people who watched your videos. You could be targeting, and I haven't even tried retargeting on the consultation ad yet, right? Cause I've got, you know, a pile of landing page views. I've got a pile of 20 or 30 on the consultation ad itself. I just don't need any more new people. So I'll just keep building up that audience. And then I can retarget those audiences six months from now when I do, you know, need more new people potentially. But, you know, at this point, I just haven't tapped into that. Yeah. The emails that your staff are sending out at the end of week one, they're just a manual email that they'll send out to them We just do manual. Yeah. I mean, I tried to automate all this and I just Mm. thought, you know what? No, it's just simple, right? It's just on the task list and bang. Now the other funnels, yeah, lots of automation, right? So when they opt into the Facebook group or they get the consultation funnel, they opt into, um, you know, the posture self-assessment guide or whatever those are. Yes. All that's automated. That gets tagged properly. I don't have to think about it. They just either end up on my landing page or they end up in my leads list. And all I have to do is send my consistent emails to those lists. Yeah. And I, I want, because there can be a level that what sometimes feels like complexity here, but there's not a lot of moving pieces no. when we go through that funnel. Let's ignore the Facebook 
group. For sure. Let's ignore the, and, and, and they're, they're great. And perhaps another time we can talk deeper about those. Sure. But this consult campaign through here, yes. video at the start, yep. landing yep. page. And then from then on, the whole thing there is your staff driving the follow-up to get them in for their appointment. That's it. That's it. And, and on the front end, it's creating content. People listening now, they're like, it's going to take me time to build a link. Yes. That's going to take you a little bit. And if you don't have the skills, you're going to have to get somebody to help you. Yes. But right now you can just start creating content. Mm-hmm. right? There's no reason why you can't be warming up your audience and creating content. Um, if you have an email list, sending out some emails, like that part has to be in place. And the more you do that, like the nice thing about the consultation ad, and this is how I see it is to me, it just runs in the background, mm-hmm. right? It's running in the background. I can tether it up and down. So for mm-hmm. example, you know, I had it all the way up to $50 a day and I was generating a bunch of new people and I was getting, you know, 30, 35, $40 leads. So every day, seven days a week, I was getting one or two new people, mm-hmm. but then that became too many. So I brought it down to $20 a day and I was getting a person every other, literally it was like a, a machine, as you were saying before. Now I brought it to five and I was getting one new person a week. And then now I just shut it off, but I can turn that on anytime I want to. Mm-hmm. And as long as the frequency of the ad is not dying out, um, which turning it off is going to be helpful for that too, because I'll be able to repopulate it. But my point is you can be creating content now and you also need to be doing that part. I know you talk a lot about that in your podcast and, and, and your material. It's like, you can't just go plucking new people. You got to build your brand and, and there's a lot of value that goes into that. And I think for chiropractors, unless they're seeing a new person, you know, oh, they watched this video. Nobody came in. That's not how it works, Mm. right? It might happen sometimes, but that's not how it works. Yeah, rarely, rarely is rarely. somebody going yes, to very, watch very it, rare. particularly nowadays, because a video is just not that big a deal. You know, mm-hmm. eight years ago, getting a video up on a social media platform was, you know, like landing on the moon. It was so right. impressive and to see somebody do it, but we've become a little numb to that too. Yeah. And along with this numbness has become a massive increase in skepticism as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the social media platforms, everyone's a freaking expert. Like, you know, I've done a six-week personal trainer course and all of a sudden I'm an expert in weight loss. You know, I can fix back pain immediately. Yeah. I yep. can do all these kind of things there too. And our audiences, our communities have built a level of skepticism in around it. For sure. And it's funny because, again, another level of irony as well because we'll, amongst practitioners, we'll quite happily bitch, whinge and complain about people coming to us and wanting something to be fixed immediately. (laughs) And yet you and I will have clients come to us and say, I need you patients next week. Like, 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 no, like, right. Stop it. I'm I'm not going to have that conversation (laughs) with you because it's not how it works. So, um, and you know, I think too, because I want to, some of you listening to this at the moment, there might be a conversation in your mind going, this is hard. This is difficult. And it, whether it is or not, let's, let's just say that it is. Okay. Sure. The two, what would it be worth for you to have a system? And even if your results were half as good as Jamie's, in fact, let's just say they're a third as, as good. So, right. you know, you can put in $3,800 worth of investment and therefore you can pull out 20 grand of it. There too. What would that mean for you? Right. Yeah. And you have to get out of your idea that there is some tooth fairy there or a new patient fairy that's going to come along and just drop them in your lap. It doesn't happen. I, I, you know, I'm in practice 23 years, Jamie, I think a little less than that. 18. Yes. Like if we haven't seen it, it's not there. You know, you, you're such a beautiful fan of Nathaniel Brandon's and as he would Mm -hmm. say, ain't no one coming to save you. 
Yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> this is this is it. Um, it. It's all that I get very passionate about there because what our gang Jamie has just laid down the keys to the kingdom for you. It's there. It's there. Press stop. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind betting. I, I, I'm, I'll be cheeky here that if you get stuck, do one of two things. Just actually, rather than just emailing Jamie and asking, just join his courses, like be a part of one of his programs, pay him and you'll still be way ahead there too. And he'll help you do this kind of stuff there too. So, well, you know, and for people, some people are surprised by this. They don't know, but you know, and I know that if you really want to just see and seeing it may not be enough for you, but if you want to see it, you can just look at every single person's ads on Facebook if you don't know yeah. that. So, yeah. I'll, you know, here's the trick. You just go to our page. So you can go to Life by Design Center and uh, you want to see any ads I'm running at any time, you just scroll down to the right and you click page transparency and you go to the ads library and you click Canada because my local office is only in Canada and you can see every ad I'm running. Uh, right now, you won't see the consultation ad because it's off. So it's not there. Mm -hmm. uh, but when it is running, you can see it and it's there. So mm -hmm. yes, I mean, we would love to work with people, but at the same time, if you just want to see it and try and, you know, funnel hack that for yourself, mm -hmm. knock yourself out, right? Go crazy. Um, results may vary. <laughs> yeah. And look, by all means, have a look at it. And then I'm going to suggest sure. that if you want to accelerate the process, then, yeah. you know, and, and work with Jamie to, to have. It. So I, buddy, firstly, um, I was kind of really interested with this uh, because I reached out to you, said, come back on the podcast again. You were super generous and said, absolutely, let's make this happen. I'm super busy at the moment. We found a time really quickly. And then I said, what do you want to chat about at the moment? And you laid this out there and you were very specific with the numbers as you have been today. Mm. And then even leading up to it today, I went, I wonder how comfortable Jamie will be at being really specific about the numbers and really oh, pulling yeah. back the curtains. And buddy, you just, I, your generosity is... It, through the roof. It's outrageous. Oh, thank I, so thank you for being so generous with regards. You know, the bummer of a thing is, and this gets me down occasionally is, you know, only a tiny percentage of people are going to hear this and implement. And I wish I could sure. shake them all by the ears, give them a big juicy kiss and go do it. There. Yeah. I just, again, this is something I, I want you, people listening. I, I want them to know, like I struggled with this for a long time and it was, it haunted me like really, mm -hmm. truly, uh, affected me emotionally because again, it was embarrassing knowing the level of chiropractor and communication that I have and knowing the ability to deliver the goods to think that I can only attract six to eight new people. And I, I took it personally, like I can only attract six to eight new people. What's wrong with me? And there was nothing necessarily wrong with me. Uh, I just needed to get my message to more people in the right way. And that costs money. Yeah. And yes, I've ranted on this numerous times. And you, you said it, well, if I could put a dollar in a machine and get three, like, man, why am I not looking for more money? Mm -hmm. That is the thing that drives me crazy. Even with chiropractors, I still get this a lot. Like, I don't know about you, Angus, but I buy a lot of stuff. Like mm -hmm. I buy a lot of programs. Some I'd use, some I don't even use. But it's like, oh, that's good. I don't want to miss the chance to buy that. That's who I am. That's the kind of avatar I am. I'm the marketer's dream. I'm like, oh, this looks great. I'm going to get that. I never think about the cost because I recognize how much money I can make from these things if I implement even 1%. And, uh, you know, a lot of chiropractors in general think in reverse. They're like, okay, well, you know, your group, you know, let's say your light group is 47 bucks a month. Well, that's not even a visit. If I yeah. can't get you a visit a month or keep a visit a month or develop you that's worth it, then yeah, don't be in my group. But listen, that's not something I'm concerned about. 
I would pay for my own group. I get material from my own group, right? Mm. And then, of course, even at the higher-end products, it doesn't matter. I'm getting a return on the investment. I just wish that um, chiropractors and even just entrepreneurs, especially small business owners, would recognize that you know having an investment mindset is a growth mindset mm. and stop you can't penny pinch your way to success mm. right you can't you can't save your way to wealth as it's also said and it's the same type of principle mm. here mm. it's um you know I, i've been kind of really fascinated by that kind of triangle of kind of thoughts actions and results there mm. too and you know, reverse engineer it. Look at your results right. now. How, how are they? The current results you're getting from the actions that you're taking. Yep. So I need to start taking some different actions. Like if yep. I wanted to, you know, triple, quadruple the number of new patients I'm seeing each week, I'm not telling you have to, but write down what are the actions I'd need to take and what, what are the thought processes right, that right, need right. to be behind those two? It's, yeah. um, you nailed it. Hey, dude, thank you so much. Um, I know you've oh, got a big welcome. day ahead of you today. Um, Lots to do. All coming back. Um, online for you as as well um it, you know you've said it all any parting kind of thoughts that you want to share before we uh yeah since the last time we just put together something um and i'll i'll send you the link you can send it i can just send you a couple one thing that people can get i have a chiropractic the chiropractic ultimate marketing blueprint it's just an infographic but it'll give them an overview so i'll send yeah. you the landing page for that and people can check that out if they want then the other freebie we started doing was something i came up with Remember the old Reggie Gold tapes? Do you remember those yeah. 10 minutes a day? Yeah. 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 So I, yeah. I had those tapes and Kreischer and I used to love those tapes. And we wanted to do almost a 10 minute a day type thing for chiropractors. And so we came up with a retention-based practice daily and people might've seen the ads running around, but it's a free opt-in. And basically every day I'm going to send you an email or a video and you can consume it in less than three minutes a day. So, you know, the promise is build your dream practice in three minutes or less every day, one day at a time. So I'll send people the link to that and they want to get on there and get a daily message from us, video and email, then um, I know they'll get tons of value from that. Love it, dude. Hey, super ace. I'll make sure I include all those details Thank in you. the show notes as well. Awesome. If you're not already consuming Jamie's stuff, consume it. If you're not already buying all his stuff, buy it now. Um, you said your light program's 47 bucks a month, 47 bucks a month. Yeah. Get in there gang. Dude. Yeah. Thank you so All much. Right, Let me share in, um, the words of the great BJ. I love you because you love the things that I love. So that's actually that's a, so there's a level of arrogance about that statement. Isn't there? Sometimes when I say it pops out, that's the only reason I love you is because you like the same shit I do. No, so, well, you know what you're saying? Hey, <laughs> you're straight up Nathaniel Brennan there, buddy. It's, I have the same values as you and that's, that's, that's love. That's where we, we come from. Buddy, have an extraordinary day. I look forward yes. to chatting again with you real soon, okay? Okay, take, take care. care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one -on -one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.